Straight from Washington, D.C., right across from the Capitol, this is Special Session with former Congressman John Porter, where you'll hear from the most interesting and influential people in America. Here's your host, John Porter. Welcome to Special Session. Today we're at the Pepper Mill Resort Hotel in Reno, Nevada. Uh, kudos to the service we've had this morning in the restaurant, to the team here at uh, the Peppermill. Uh, but I have a very special guest. Uh, we, we pulled Phil from his office, which is about two blocks away, at the RSCVA, which is the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority. Uh, Phil is here. We're actually, again, in his neighborhood and almost across the street from the convention center as well, just, just down the road. Uh, a little bit about Phil, and, and then we'll, we'll start talking about what's happening in the community. Uh, actually, Phil, a longtime Nevada resident, although he, he skipped out for a little while during his career, but uh, first uh, went to UNLV, great Nevada school uh, in southern Nevada, uh, then worked for the MGM as regional director in Washington, D.C., uh, moved to Reno in 1987, and by the way, I'm setting the stage because these dates are important because so many things have changed here in those those 30 years. Um, we first met uh, when uh, Phil was with the Safari Club uh, International, major uh, sportsman's association, probably one of the top in the world. And most recently, uh, Phil has uh, become the CEO of the RSCVA, the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority. Um, and again, uh, pleasure to see you this morning. Normally, we're doing this across the street from the Capitol, but today we're across the street from the Convention Authority. So, Phil, welcome. Thank you very much, Congressman, for having me on your podcast. It's great to be here. It, it's really great for us to be home as well, for me to be in Nevada. So, uh, I miss being here. It, it's, um, I used to be all the time. But Phil, tell us, tell us about what's happening in, in Reno, Sparks, and Tahoe, and uh, what's happening in this part of the world in the travel, tourism, tour business. Northern Nevada is, is having just a tremendous uh, success right now. Over the last uh, oh, four or five years, 400 to 500 new companies have moved into the region, uh, making uh, Northern Nevada, really, the uh, some coin it as the Silicon Valley of the High Sierra. Uh, Tesla, I think, uh, has come in here uh, building now what is going to be the world's largest building, just a few miles east of town. Uh, they've brought Panasonic with them to build batteries for their new uh, X3 uh, and S model cars. Uh, but a lot of other firms have come here. Flirty, one of the largest drone manufacturers in the world. They are an Australian-based company. Uh, a firm that makes large drones is Drone America. Uh, High-tech companies such as Rackspace Hosting, uh, Switch, Apple, and, and Google are all calling this region uh, home or certainly a large branch of their global operations. Uh, Google, interestingly enough, just finished a purchase of over 1,200 acres of property Amazing. here, and they have not yet announced uh, what they're going to do with that land acquisition. But uh, we, we have high hopes that it'll be something that, on a large scale and be quite grand and spectacular. Uh, with that tremendous uh, and sustainable uh, growth, that, is, that has really brought a new vibrancy to the local economy. 
Uh, tourism is doing very well after being hard hit during the recession that we think ended in about 2012 or 2013. Occupancies of all the major hotels and resorts here is climbing and our average daily room rate, which is an economic gauge the industry uses, has climbed uh, nearly 30% in the last four or five years. All of the resorts uh, have spent hundreds of millions of dollars in renovations, new construction, or acquisitions. So as a, as a tourism community, uh, the Reno Sparks and North Lake Tahoe area really showcases uh, exceedingly well. So on, on the uh, tourism side, so talk about some of your top uh, conventions that are held here. Uh, Reno does a, a, and Sparks and North Lake Tahoe does, like any other city, a, a large number of conventions a year, hundreds in fact. Uh, oftentimes the community is gauged on citywide, those, those events that bring in tens of thousands of people. Just this week we've, we've finished up uh, with 10,000 people in town with the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks. They've been here three or four times previously and are looking to return to our city in 2023. And by the way, I talked to a bunch of them here at the hotel. I mean, they certainly were having a good time. Yes, they do uh, like they to a have a good time. time. And you can tell they're here because they let you know they're here with, with their badges. and you Yes. Know, uh, it's really great. It's a lot of fun. To we're see. a community of approximately 350,000 and there are 10,000 uh, members of Elks here now. Uh, next month we welcome the American Legion uh, from across the country with another 10,000. A few months after that we will have uh, Safari Club International here for uh, in January with a three-year run of, of conventions and those are just to name a few and I think later in the week we will be announcing uh, another large program that should bring uh, around 20,000 people to the city. Amazing. It, it's it's such an exciting place to be with the economic development happening, of course, which you addressed, but also the, from the travel and tourism and tour side, there's so much to offer. And I, I think you probably heard me this say this many times, there's three million people in southern Nevada that haven't been here yet. I mean, so you even have people here at the state that are starting to understand the outdoors uh, of course, there's gaming, the resorts, there's the entertainment, but the out, outside of um, the, the traditional uh, resort community, there's so much to do here. I mean, it's amazing. It's so interesting you bring that up. I think that uh, North and Western Nevada is, uh, is an unfound uh, gem. We have Lake Tahoe, which is uh, the largest alpine lake in North America. Uh, 1,600 feet deep and, and 22 miles long, uh, and, and that is really a, an anchor for our tourism industry here, surrounded by the beautiful uh, Sierra Nevada mountain range that has the highest concentration of ski areas on the entire uh, North American continent. Uh, we have uh, the beautiful uh, high deserts uh, east. Uh, many have heard of the Black Rock Desert as the home to uh, Burning Man, which now draws 75,000 And you know people. when they're in town as well. Yes. 75,000 people attend from virtually every country in the world. 
and, and Burning Man has turned into an internationally recognized festival and event. We're very proud to host that too. That'll be here for Labor Day weekend, and I'm sure tickets are still available. Amazing. I mean, I, I visited Burning Man years and years ago. Uh, when it was, it, I think it was just beginning because I have not been back in recent history, but I see the, the publicity and uh, the art art form, the artwork, uh, and it's international in, in its prominence. So it's amazing. Yes, the, the, the artwork uh, developed uh, at the Burning Man Festival is unique unto its own. Matter of fact, the uh, the Museum of Art here in downtown Reno, which is uh, the only accredited museum uh, in all of Nevada, uh, will be showcasing uh, in the next few months an entire exhibit on Burning Man's Amazing. art and artifacts. Amazing. I think maybe at some point uh, when I'm back, we'll, we'll take a uh, 10, 15 minutes just talk about Burning Man. There's so much to say. Yes. But, but what I hear people when, I, when they talk about Nevada, uh, you know, sometimes they think, well, that's a gaming state and that's great. But when I say Arena, Nevada, light, eyes light up and they talk about, you know, again, Tahoe, the sportsman, uh, um, but the bowling center of the world. And still, right? How many people come for the bowling convention? Uh, in 1995, the city opened uh, the National Bowling Stadium, truly one of the sport's finest facilities in existence. And uh, every three years, we are host to the Men's and Women's Collective uh, Tournament, known as the Open, and that brings 50 to 55,000 bowlers to our city over a three-and-a-half-month uh, period. And they are booked here uh, in our community through uh, 2026 with uh, obvious incredible. indications they'll renew their agreement long past that. The bowling stadium is about to go through a, a $4.5 million renovation, uh, bringing uh, new floor coverings, paint schemes. Uh, the interior will be modernized. So uh, we're very proud of that facility in downtown Reno and it has a long tradition of attracting visitors here. Well, and not to put in too much of a plug for my buddy, Nat Caroselli, but we're sitting at one of the finest restaurants uh, and hotels, uh, resorts uh, in the community. Uh, service has been tremendous here at Bris Biscotti's, and believe me, this is not a commercial, it's just we, we happen to be here today. But your board is made up of, uh, it's a public-private uh, organization, you have gaming leaders, resort leaders, you have uh, elected officials, um, and you represent uh, the best of the best. These properties here are, uh, in Reno and Sparks and Tahoe, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's here from the resort industry. Well, the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority is, a, in essence, a sales and marketing arm of the entire region. We're funded uh, through public money in the form of room tax, which is collected by uh, all of the hotels and, and uh, resorts here, and they pay a certain percentage into uh, our fund. We have a $43 million budget, and a lot of that budget goes out in direct uh, sales and marketing efforts to uh, bring customers to our region. 
Uh, we have a number of fine resorts here. We're, as you've said, we're sitting in Amazing. Uh, one of the restaurants right now at the Pepper Mill, which is a beautiful 1,600-room property. But we also have uh, other luxurious facilities, three of which in downtown that are represented by El Dorado, Circus Circus, and Silver Legacy. Silver Legacy is the tallest building in northern Nevada. The uh, Grand Sierra Resort, which has just undergone a couple of hundred million it's dollars it, it is amazing. upgrades and yeah. modernization. The Marnell family of Las Vegas has just purchased uh, the Nugget and is uh, quickly renovating and updating uh, that beautiful hotel. And uh, that's just to name a few. We could we could spend uh, hours talking so, about our facilities here, but uh, our goal is to attract uh, conventioneers to our city. Our goal is to attract the free, independent traveler and organized tours, not only from the domestic United States but overseas as well. We we know that Asia is going to be a new uh, burgeoning market for us. It's already proven itself in southern Nevada and, and soon uh, we're bringing that customer up north as well. Well it's an exciting place to be uh, and I'm, I'm proud to say I'm from Nevada and that uh, Reno uh, Sparks, uh, the Reno Sparks Convention Visitors Authority, you guys are doing just a phenomenal job. So Thank we, you. We're glad you're here and your experience in the industry and, and uh, both sides has been a, a true value to our community. So I want to say thanks Phil DeLone who is the uh, CEO of the RCVA recording today in one of your properties that you've helped represent and we appreciate your time. It's been a very great morning. Thank you. Thank you very much Congressman Porter. It's been a delight to be with you today. Thank you. This concludes another podcast of Special Session with former Congressman John Porter. Thank you for listening.